Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Modern Day Debates. I am your guest host, Kaz. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We have Praise I Am That I Am on the ones and twos producing. And we are joined by Alex Stein debating debating Shane on the subject was 9-11, an inside job. Guys, would you like to introduce yourselves before we get started? Go ahead, Alex. I'm Primetime99, Alex Stein. I'm the king of all conspiracy. I have a show called The Conspiracy Castle where I shine the light on all the lies that we're currently living under at this moment. And the biggest lie that we're currently under is what's going on with the Rona. But 9-11 was a precursor for everything that's going on now. Oh, let me just introduce who I am. Sorry, I forgot. Primetime 99, Alex Stein, King of All Conspiracy, The Conspiracy Castle. Please follow me. The link is in the description. Thank you. Go ahead, Shane. <laughs> and I'm Shane. I'm just kind of an average person. I live in the middle of the woods. Um, I don't believe 9-11 was an incident. i to back that up if you really do the research. An average person can really find it out. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I do a lot of fishing stuff. There's a link in the description. Okay, thank you guys. And just to let you guys know, for tonight's format, we have 10-minute openings. Uh, Alex will be going first. We have a one hour of peaceful, equal-time dialogue, followed by 30 minutes of Q&A. And uh, to let everybody in the audience know, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we want you to feel welcome here, no matter what your views are. So with that, let's go ahead and kick it over to Alex for his opening statement. The floor is all yours. I, sh- I think Shane was going to go first. Is that correct, Shane? Is it okay? Okay. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Didn't you want? Didn't you want to go right. first? I thought. So. Um, oh. Well, yeah. 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 Sure. Definitely. Without a doubt. All right. So, I guess I was saying, most of the evidence for nine eleven being an inside job is cherry picked evidence. Um, I'd like to be provided with the full sources for any type of evidence presented. Um, Second, it was not a pretext for any of the war to come. Um, There's a lot less or a lot cheaper ways to start war, a lot less reckless ways than relying on thousands of people's silence, over $10 billion in damage. Um, Even saying the hijackers were from Iraq or Afghanistan would have helped that cause. Instead, they were from Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, I kind of did some research on my own to why people would think this. Um, people will say hijackers never boarded the plane, but there's video evidence of them. There's their passports, there's recording from their cockpits, uh, passenger phone calls, and remains of them at the sites. Um, a big, big concern, I guess, would be that the flame wasn't hot enough to melt steel, but 
Uh, no one is claiming any melted steel was ever found. Um, high temperatures caused the steel to lose structural strength, which led to imbalances to collapse. Um, steel will expand from both sides, cause the middle to slag when there's weight on it. Um, Purgatory Ironworks has a great video on this. Um, he only heats temperature or steel up to 1800 degrees and it flexes like a noodle with his pinky. Um, the Renfield Tower was another uh, skyscraper that started on fire. However, it didn't collapse at all, but that was a concrete tower, not a steel frame tower, which is a huge difference. That's like complaining, throwing a glass cup on the ground versus a plastic ground. Um, in January, 2017, in Iraq, a steel frame tower collapsed because of a fire just like seven. So that kind of further um, building was a tube frame building. So when that steel gets hot enough, it's going to come straight down, just like as if it was a dem demolition. Um, a lot of conspiracy theorists will cherry pick uh, quotes from firemen or fire people, I guess I should say, um, saying like it was as if an explosion when these steel frame buildings have rivets and those rivets will cause high pitch noises when they're heated up as they're bursting out. And if you've ever heard an explosion or learned any type of, you know, ballistics, they don't make high-pitched noises before they go off. It's just a loud bang. Um, and then those bomb noises where the floors crashing down onto each other. Um, another thing that was kind of compelling to me was the, Pen the Pentagon when the buildings crashed into it. There was a larger hole and a smaller hole. Um, that smaller hole is claimed to be 16 feet for some reason on a lot of these conspiracy theory websites, when in actuality it's 12 feet and was caused from the impact of the landing gear through it. The first hole uh, made a collapse or made the uh, building collapse up to, I think, 20 minutes after it happened. Um, also, a jet crashing into a building will not have the Wiley Coyote effect, if you know what I'm talking about, where if it goes straight through, it's not going to make that perfect imprint through the building. Um, I guess my final point in this would be our government can't even hide a semen stained dress. How would they be able to hide this atrocious act? Okay. <clears throat> that was great. Go ahead, Alex. So now it's my time for 10 minutes. So basically, I want to say, Shane, you know, I really enjoyed your presentation. I think it was just a regurgitation of basically the 9-11 Commission. And if we want to start with there, if you can actually just look at the cover up after 9-11. That's right. I'm talking about not the actual attack. I'm talking about what they did with the steel and how they had. If you look, this is something you don't talk about. They already had what was called an emergency command center, an ECC, on Pier 92 in Manhattan the day before they set it up on September 10th because they were running drills. The same drills are being run by NORAD, the defense 
system that is actually built to stop a terror attack was actually running drills at the same time. So they didn't even know if they were doing a real simulation or if it was a real event. So what I'm saying is this was a pre-planned demolition of not just two towers, but three towers in the middle of Manhattan. And on top of that, if you look at the evidence when you, when it comes to the Pentagon and it looks at Shanksville in Pennsylvania, there's absolutely no evidence to see that there was even a plane crash there. So you say the difference of the holes the idea that a plane could be going that fast, that low, actually is impossible because these planes have a thing called uh, VMR, velocity maximum rate. They can only fly so fast at that low of an altitude without splitting like a banana. So when you watch these planes going that fast at that low of altitude, that right there is a big sign that it's all a bunch of bullcrap. You say, oh, well, Alex, why well, saw these planes going to these towers? Now we can get into the woods of the planes going into the towers, but I just want to bring up this thing right here. These towers are actually built to withstand the impact of a plane. That's right. That's how they were designed. So you're going to sit here and tell me that diesel fuel melts steel beams. That's fine. I get it. But let's just go to Tower 7. That is the first building ever to collapse from office fires, which is impossible. I don't care if it's made of steel, concrete, if it's made with freaking wood. The fact that it fell from an office fire with prior notice that was spoken by the BBC that the building was going to come down. And that is a 47-story building, which would be the tallest building over 37 states. So the fact that that fell down at freefall speed is a big sign that there was something else at play. And on top of that, the, um, the original ECC, Emergency Command Center, was located in that building. And guess who was supposed to be in that building? That's right, Rudy Giuliani. And if we know anything about uh, Four Seasons Total Landscaping Giuliani himself, the guy's an absolute idiot. I mean, he's about as dumb as they come. He's got hair, he's got hair dye, you know, rolling down his face. If you really think that he's smart enough to cover up 9-11, he's not. See, that's the problem is the people, the masterminds behind this were very dumb. And the reason they did this was to start a never-ending war in the Middle East and to pump up the military-industrial complex. And the evidence I have for that is what is called the PNAC, Project for a New American Century, that was actually signed by Joe Biden, signed by Dick Cheney, and signed by George Bush. And what that was is that was the original declaration for the Patriot Act 1.0. And in that, the Patriot Act, was the ability for warrantless search and seizure of our emails and phones to protect you from terror. So what it did was 9-11 was a false flag attack in order to subvert the Constitution and take away our inalienable rights. So when you look at the war on terror, there is no true war. What happened was is there were some Israeli art students on the 93rd floor of the Twin Towers. They were able to wire this building. And on top of that, these buildings were built in 1968 is when they broke ground. They fell in 2001. That's exactly 33 years the reason why 33 years is so important, that number represents the third of the angels that are casted out of heaven. And for a person that worships the devil, like the people that built the towers, the Rockefellers and Rothschilds, it's important to have this symbology and secret symbolism. So I know that sounds crazy, but the same guy that designed these towers knew that they were going to come down. And on top of that, the Twin Towers had irreparable asbestos. That's right. You got to look into it. The asbestos was irreparable. That's why they actually gave the lease to Larry Silverstein. Now, let's talk about Larry Silverstein. Larry Silverstein is the guy who benefited the most financially from the Twin Towers falling down. On top of the single insurance payment, because there was two planes, he doubled his insurance policy, receiving $4.5 billion. And he owned the building for less than three months. And on top of that, Larry Silverstein ate breakfast every morning at the Windows of the World restaurant. 
on the 101st floor in the World Trade Center. Conveniently, him, his daughter, and his son were all not at work on September 11th and just happened to miss out on having a plane smash into their breakfast. So what I'm saying is you look at all the evidence, and there's much more evidence we're going to go into. The sheer fact that they tell us 19 Saudi Arabian hijackers with box cutters were able to defeat the number one military in the world is absolutely absurd. That's impossible. Osama bin Laden worked for the CIA, and you can see this in a little movie starring Tom Hanks called Charlie Wilson's War. The thing is, we created the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. We funded them with money to fight the Russians. So the war in Iraq that we were fighting, we created that war. We created the Taliban. We literally created Al-Qaeda because we funded them with money in order to fight Russia. And Osama bin Laden was the CIA asset by the name of Tim Osman. So you look at what happened the day of the attacks. Every single plane was grounded except for the planes of the bin Laden family, where they were all able to fly out. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Why weren't the screws put on them? And then on top of all that, Donald Rumsfeld announced the day before that they had been missing $1.4 trillion in their budget. And guess what got hit at the Pentagon? The Office of Naval Affairs, who was in charge of the accounting of the $1.7 or $1.4 trillion. That was missing. So there's so many convenient things. We can talk all day. The 9-11 onion is so deep. We can talk about the heat that was left at the fire. We can talk about how they hid the steel. And we can talk about all the holes in the 9-11 commission report. We can talk about the architects and engineers and the thousands and thousands and thousands and millions upon millions and other countries that all agree with me and realize it is a false flag attack. And that I get that you have cognitive dissonance and you want to think the government has your back, but I'm telling you, the government is only interested in controlling you and making sure that they have full and total submission of your will. And 9-11 was the number one thing in subverting the Constitution and taking away our rights. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Alex and Shane. And we're going to kick it over to the open dialogue here, and let's keep it very peaceful and respectful, guys. And just want to let our guests know, let uh, the audience know that our guests yeah. are linked in the description. So if you're listening on podcast, their uh, their get their links are also there. If you are listening as well, so go ahead, Shane, if you want to go ahead and respond to that. The floor is all yours, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'd like to say first, you know, there's no reason to be disrespectful with each other because this is already a sensitive topic as is. You know, I'm not into that game. I don't play that game. Um, but anyways, so I guess I'll start with. Um, well, hey, I apologize. BBC what did I say? Hey, real quick, Shane. Ahead, ahead of time. No, Shane, no, no, I... no, no, no. You didn't say anything. He was bringing something up. He was bringing oh, something I'm... up saying uh, to be respectful. I'm just saying, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I'm not into discourse like that. I, you know, and you, you seem to be agreeing with that. I agree. Yes, one hundred percent is what I'm trying to get at. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, so the BBC, I guess I'll, we'll, we can start with that. Uh, making the report early. Um, they have done this before. Newspapers do this a lot. Um, newspapers have claimed that they caught the Boston bomber before it actually even happened. So, you know, that's kind of. You know, they make mistakes to be the first one to have the story. That's I don't find 
news has become less news and more bias towards whatever side, you know, just to be the first to get the story in their side out. Um, if you want to. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I, they misreported. I get it. But I mean, just the sheer fact that they would know that that tower is going to fall. I mean, it just seems kind of like a weird misreport or whatever you want to mean. I mean, I just feel like they did have some sort of prior knowledge because you look at Larry Silverstein, even after the fact, he said that he told the firemen to pull it. And I mean, t Tower 7 didn't even get hit by a plane. So listen, I agree. Her saying that it fell down early doesn't necessarily prove that that it was an inside job, but it falling, the first steel and concrete building ever to fall <clears throat> from office fires is what shows me it's an inside job. Yeah, but there have been buildings after a, a building after that that has. Um, it was one sec. I think I have it written down here. The Clasco building in Iraq in 2017. Same exact. Yeah, I'm, yeah, the same well, with all due respect to my Iraqi brothers, I wouldn't compare the quality build of a building in Iraq to one in the United States in Manhattan in the business district and probably the most expensive real estate in the world compared to the least expensive in the world. So I would just say that the engineering is, is different, but, but we can agree to disagree on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Iraq has buildings collapse all the time. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's a little bit much. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know the military what well, you talked about uh pier number 92 the military runs exercises all the time t for defense like this um fema was running exercises i don't mean to bring this up like this fema was running exercises against school shootings you know five miles down the road is the you know that two things don't have to correlate all the time but that doesn't seem suspicious to you that the FBI has all these uh, bases already set up where all these events happen to have. And that doesn't that doesn't raise any red flags to you with all due respect, Shane. You seem like a very smart, well-spoken guy. That isn't weird that the yeah. FBI always has. Well, I'm saying that the normal emergency command center would have been in Tower 7. That was where the actual bunker was. And that they just happened to have a full, complete emergency command center at Pier 92 the day before the, the normal emergency command center would fall down. It just seems a little too convenient and you go to the school shooting stuff dude that's a whole nother debate for a whole nother thing but dude look into that that a lot of that stuff doesn't make sense they have uh, uh porta potties and fbi stuff yeah, yeah. already I, I mean but but regardless why are these drills happening during real uh live events it seems too convenient but i agree you, you can say they run these drills all the time yeah. i get it i agree with you that they do run drills a lot but the happen well, yeah. what about norad not only was the pure 92 but norad was running a totally separate simulation where they were actually simulating planes going into towers and that when they, and you can look at this audio whether the audio is real or not where the command people the people that are in the command tower are saying is this a simulation or is this real because they were it was so confusing they didn't even know the people that were participating in it Okay. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know much. I didn't look too far into the NORAD. I will. You know, I'm going forward with that. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you look at compared to nowadays events, so kind of at the beginning of quarantine, if you watch our military uh, movements, we've moved a lot of ships from the Baltic Sea across. So are we in war now or 
we have completely blockaded Venezuela in the ocean. You know, are we now at complete war with them? You know, it's it's more of a we're protecting ourselves and these drills have to be run to protect ourselves. It doesn't bother me that this has to be done in the sake of protection. It bothers me when our freedoms do get invaded for that. So I will agree with you on that part too. Well, well, this, this is one important thing. You got to look this up yourself. Everybody needs to look it up. It's his guy named Norman Mineta. He was a transportation secretary. And when, during the bunker situation of nine 11, he actually had to testify in front of the Congress that Dick Cheney, they had somebody that was coming in in a uniform and Dick Cheney, Five minutes before the planes were going to hit the tower, three minutes, two minutes, a guy kept on coming in. And Dick Cheney, look this up, Norman Mineta hearing Dick Cheney say to stand down. So, like, you can say there's a simulation or whether or not that is, I mean, we know the simulations are happening, but we know from the horse's yeah. mouth, from Norman Mineta, the transportation secretary, that Dick Cheney said to stand down. Now, what was he referencing? We don't know that. I don't know. But in that situation, what else could that could those words mean? You know, it's like they wanted this to happen and they weren't the first person to do false flags. See, the, yeah. the one thing I didn't say, there's a thing called Operation Northwoods where they had this. And this is a declassified document from the 60s where they planned on starting a war with Cuba by hijacking planes, by faking it, hijacking planes and saying it was Cubans that did it and crashing them into buildings in Miami in, in order to start a war. So if anybody doesn't believe me, just look up Operation Northwoods where they planned this attack uh, 30 years before 9-11. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to disagree Operation Northwoods uh, existed. You know, that that did. Um, that's 100% real. Um, but it was also a different time period. We were being threatened with nuclear weapons and threatening nuclear weapons. You know, um, these Middle Eastern countries, yeah, they were threatening, threatening it, but they did not have the technology. They did not have the resources to be actually doing it as to where... Uh, well, that's not necessarily day, true. Counterintelligence, it could have been stolen at a drop of a dime. Well, 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 with all due respect, Shane, they said that they had thing called weapons of mass destruction, WMDs. They sold us. So they actually were, they lied to us. Yeah. I don't think they they knew, but they actually told us, the, the population, that it's the exact same situation. Cuba had nuclear weapons. Well, they, they placated us and made it seem like these terrorists had nuclear weapons, or as they described as weapons of mass destruction. Yet when they did and they searched, they never found these weapons of mass destruction because what happened is countries like Russia and these other countries gave America fake intel that they did have these weapons of mass destruction. They say, hey, America, we sold them these bombs. We sold them you know, uranium. They didn't sell them shit. So America is just going around chasing their tail and they're not going to find it. And America looks stupid. So it was actually very similar to the situation with Cuba because there was the threat of weapons of mass destruction and the fact that they might have secret nuclear technology. So the, the comparison, I think, was very similar with all due respect. No, 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 no. I get you on that one. But it's it's the again, the timing. You know, it's we had our own technology to be flying over them to even figure out if this is actually even true. You know, we have radar technology between our, was it the SR-71 or 72 or something like that, planes and stuff like that, that can literally fly into low orbit and uh, radar. Yeah, I don't know about that, but you said earlier you said something you know, about it's, the passports. It's, well, well. 
I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. What I think he might have been. Yeah. yeah. I think he might still have a point to make. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh well, um, I mean, not really. I mean, we had the radar technology available, but you know, the passports. We can get to that. Um, our stamp passports of the hijackers and the flight instructors' interviews. You know, there have been also flight instructors that rejected them to fly with them. There's interviews of people that said these people were angry, so I chose not to fly with them anymore. Yeah, because they weren't. Um, they didn't know how to fly. They didn't know how to fly a plane. They felt- were also found. Well, the fact that a flight instructor didn't want to fly with Muhammad Atta, you need to actually look into that. Muhammad Atta had a terrible cocaine and drinking problem. He actually dated a stripper for part of it. So these guys weren't religious fanaticals. The idea that that they were some uh, staunch religious people is fake. Like they just left Korans in their cars at the airport. That was all just show. Literally look into Muhammad Atta's girlfriend. He dated a stripper and she said that they used to get cocaine from that airport in Florida. I mean, that's all, this is all open knowledge. I know you're going to take my word for it, but this is a debate. You got to look into it yourself, but look at, all you got to do is Google search Muhammad no, Atta's no, girlfriend. Not... Did you know that she was a stripper though? Did yeah, you ever I'm hear writing that? all this down too, you know. I know, but I'm saying. Did... this as well. Yes, I, I know, but and, You got to um, look at uh, So, so what I'm saying. Let's let Shane have a second. Let's let Shane have a second. Oh, okay, that's right. Go ahead, Shane. Oh, if you okay, um, basically, so then you have to look at war tactics like kamikaze pilots that the Japanese use and stuff like that, to where they were taking people that were on death row and had drug habits and then shooting them up with drugs and telling them that we're going to kill your families and stuff like that if you don't fly this plane into something, you know, then. You know, I don't have their leader's word on that. You know, there's no, uh, like, conversation about um, a recorded conversation of, hey, of, like, Osama saying to these guys, hey, you know, fly these buildings in or everybody you know is going to get killed. You know, war tactics at that point, I guess. Go ahead, Alex. Well, I... I well, I, I just want to finish the Muhammad Atta thing because you said that, like, at the people at the airport said that they yeah. were actually mad. Well, if you just look at it, they weren't that mad. They were like using tons of cocaine, and they were, and they, he was dating a stripper, so they weren't real. And they drank alcohol. That's like no, and they even have the credit card receipts of them at bars. They actually drank at the Hooters in, I, I believe, in, in Saint Petersburg. So these guys weren't staunch religious guys because in the Quran you're not allowed to drink alcohol. So I mean, I think that debunks that. And then on top of that, you got to look into the evidence that Muhammad Atta, the supposed ring leader his dad said that muhammad Atta was alive after the fact now i don't know that i'm just you know going on what i'm hearing secondhand i'm going on by a lot of hearsay but listen if if we really need to dissect the 9-11 commission report the 9-11 commission report was an absolute joke if you look at nist the national institute of standards and technology was an absolute fabrication of the facts of how those towers fell and so for me that is a big indication that there's a lie because the cover-up is always worse than the crime and the steel they had to get the steel out of there immediately to china because they never did a thorough investigation for any type of incendiary or explosive device in the world trade center and that's in the commission they, they admit that in the commission report that they never did a search for that which to me, which to me seems like uh, insubordination. 
Okay. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll start with the steel. Um, the New York Fire Commissioner, he actually said that there was, you know, steel has never been melted in, in that fire, that it was twisted, warped, and bent. You know, that's... Somebody, hey, the stream, no if somebody's on the computer, Shane, the so I'm, watching, I'm watching the debate. It's messed up. Somebody look at the screen. Something's wrong with the screen. Oh. Not you, Shane. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just what's going on? Something's I'm looking at the debate right now, and I guess you guys open up the browser, it doesn't look right on the it's nothing to do with Shane. I'm saying on the stream. Look at the modern day debate channel. Yeah. Praise um we'll address it. Um there you go. Now it's back. There you go, praise. All right. Now we're back in black. And just so you guys know, since we're, uh, I'm going to pause this for a second. Um, I'm uh, just because of the lag that's going on. I'm uh, when there's a, a long pause, I'm not sure if Shane is done talking. I'm just going to let Alex go ahead and interject. And then I'll try to give the time back to Shane. If he did keep on going uh, towards the end of it, because uh, Alex, you're doing a great job of uh, being respectful and letting him talk and everything. It's going pretty smoothly so far. So go ahead, guys. Continue. Is it your turn, Shane? Did you? I thought Shane was. So I cut you off, Shane, for telling you about that stream. Oh. Oh. Um. I. I was done. You know. I was on that. Um. I was saying that the. Um. The fire inspector of New York at the time was saying that the metal was it was inspected. It, it, there's no evidence of it not being inspected. You know, the, I mean, the ribbons we'll popping, have... everything like that. It's... Yeah, the rivets popping, but I, I don't believe they ever took a uh, test for actual incendiary device. Not that I know of. That's not mentioned in the 9-11 Commission report. Now, there might have been a third-party uh, you know, test done on it, but that's a cool story, bro. I'm talking about the actual 9-11 Commission. Said that from, I'm just going from what the 9-11 Commission said, that there wasn't a test done. Or, so, so there was third-party because there's people that said – uh, truthers that got the dust from it and said they found nanothermite. Now, do I know if nanothermite was used? I have no idea what kind of technology brought down those towers. People want to say directed energy weapon. People want to say all sorts of things. I don't know that, but I do know that a 110-story building falling in 11 seconds is a, impossible. You can't clap your hands 110 times in 11 seconds. So the pancake theory, like I get it, the rivets, but floor dropping floor dropping floor like that it's absurd. I mean, it fell in literal free fall speed. So it, to me, I think that the top, and like I said, this is just what the architects and engineers said, that the way it fell was very unnatural of how they would predict it to fall. And that's architects of engineers, and there's thousands of those. So you guys want to look into that, architects of engineers for 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was a third party. Uh, it think the abbreviation was ACC, I want to say. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that, that it was kind of like a long road to even get to that. Um, it was the ACC that did the third-party investigation on it. Um, the 9-11 Commission report was a little sketch. I'm not going to lie. It seems like they were just like, all right, you know, wipe my hands clean. This was pretty easy. And it, like a person half-assed their job. Um, yeah, 
we can go into the structural frame of it. So, so the way the building is I interrupt my bad. Um, the way the building is built is, uh, it's basically a square and then a few support beams in the middle. And when those square beams are, um, their structural integrity is messed up, the whole building's going to come straight down with the heat. I think you want you to respond to that, Alex. Oh, the, the, the structure of a building? Well, I've never seen that in real no. life. I've never seen the real application of a building falling in free fall speed, especially one that tall, especially if you look at the, at the height that it would hit. I just don't think the leverage would have been enough. And I mean, obviously, I could be wrong. I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of buildings collapse other than ones I see in Las Vegas for the actual demolitions. And then when you compare it to those, like you compare Building 7 to a Las Vegas demolition, they're identical twins. So that's what I'm going off of the information that I've seen of buildings fall. And those were pre-rigged with explosives. Um, so you can tell me that a building gets really hot and that it just turns into dust. But I don't think there's an application that you can compare or show me that proves that in real life. Yeah. Well, it, it never turned to dust. And like I said, the Purgatory Ironworks, he's on YouTube. He makes a video where he heats up the steel, the same exact steel that was used in it, to only 1,800 degrees, not even anywhere close to the melting point of steel. So I think steel is 2,700 or something like that. Well, I agree with you that steel and gets he, weaker when it gets hot. I agree barely, with you on that. You know, yeah, so it takes less and less pressure. When it gets that hot, you could drop a piece of paper on it, and it's just going to come down like it's nothing. I understand, but if you your just weight be... alone would uh, uh, those huge. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it's just if you look at the way they fell, the speed in which they fell, and then you look at you said I think the firemen didn't say they hear explosions, and I can put videos, and I don't need to pull up a bunch of visuals of multiple firemen they heard explosions. So, and uh, even uh, Walter Rodriguez or who, who William Rodriguez, I'm hearing the. Uh, custodian's name that's supposedly a 9-11 hero but he even said that he heard bombs in the basement and like let's go back to the building the building was originally bombed in 1993 uh, and the mastermind behind that you know, it, it didn't work a few people died and, and they restructured the building after that most of the tenants moved out so the building was basically empty uh, and you know they each floor had a football field of concrete so it's telling me that it's like my weight would push down a 110 story building in 11 seconds i get that you're trying to make the comparison it sounds cute and a piece of paper knock it down i i think that a tower that they designed to withstand the impact of planes should have impacted the planes a little better with all due respect yeah well i mean all just structural integrity at that point and, you know, that becomes a gravity thing, you know, and I don't know how far into conspiracies you get, you know, some of them are way out there, but the force of gravity on top that causes all that weight to straight down, it hits terminal velocity or close to terminal velocity. Yeah, but like I, I, I on my screen, I'm telling you, uh, these buildings, these towers were actually built to be able to withstand this impact. So the idea that that it took them down in that free, this is what I'm trying to say is maybe it could have taken them down, 
but they shouldn't have fell down in 11 seconds when they were designed to be able to take the impact of a plane. And this is from 1993. This is before 9-11. I didn't make this up. This is a real newspaper article, and this is from the real engineers and architects that designed the building. So you're telling me a building that was designed to take the impact of a plane when it actually got hit by a plane, it fell in 11 seconds? Doesn't make sense. It's talking out of both sides of your mouth. Not you, but the official story. And for me, that's where it resonates that it's all bullcrap. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not going to den deny that, you know, people say that it's built for something. And then when in reality, guess what? It fails. You know, that's the point of forward in science and technology. The architecture now is, I would say, a thousand times better than it was even in 2001 or 93 or, you know, when the buildings were built. You know, we're building things that are way higher and out of less stable material. Well, that's the exact point. I agree. Stable material. I'm sorry. Well, I'm saying I agree with you 100%. And that's why they had to take down the towers because they had irreparable asbestos. And when they were built and, and they broke ground in 68, and I think they were finished in like 74, 72, I forget the exact year, but they weren't wired for high speed internet. So after 1993, most of the tenants that moved out didn't want to go back in because the building was not even wired for the proper internet connection. And when you have a building that's 110 stories that are all concrete football fields next to each other, that's not wired for the internet and it's 1999, the building's got to go. The building's trash. It's totaled. So that's why they did that. So I agree with you. They needed to upgrade the technology. So they need an excuse to take it down. And financially, this is the best way because they had a trillion dollar deficit in the military budget. They had a reason to start a never ending war and enact the, uh, a PNAC project for a new American century. And then on top of that, this boosted up New York, New York with this, as much as nine 11 was a terrible thing. And I know there's a lot of people that lost and dude, nine 11 for New York brought more federal funding and pumped up that city and brought it to probably the peak of its existence was probably, you know, in the time after nine 11 when it had been restored. So listen, I'm not saying nine 11 was good. It was terrible, but the new tower that's there now, the new uh, uh, tourist attraction that everybody goes there, it's not a bad thing for New York City. It's a positive thing for New York City now. Yeah, okay. So, um, you know, it comes back to why would we kill, you know, I don't know exact number of how many people were in the building. You know, why would we kill all those people just for the sake of going to war and the building needed to come down. You know, we, there are a lot better ways that we could have went to war than wasting $10 billion. You know, I hate to talk about it in money like that because all those people, I don't want to walk on their desks, but. Either do I, I don't want to say that and that's sad, but like, let's go with the difference between a billion and a trillion. Uh -huh. Okay. So do you know how long uh, uh, a trillion seconds is? do you know how long a billion seconds yeah, is none of us will ever be a trillion seconds well a billion seconds yeah. well, a billion seconds it'd be almost infinite longer no just listen a billion seconds is roughly 31 years a trillion seconds is thirty-one thousand years so a, a billion is one one thousandth of a trillion. So the idea that it costed them $5 billion, that they had a trillion dollar deficit in their budget that they needed to cover up, 
that's how you do it. I mean, you're you're comparing uh, donuts to dollars. You're comparing. I mean, that's small. That's chump change. Five billion dollars compared to one point seven trillion. That's nothing. Then think about the stimulus bill that just signed with Biden. It's one point four trillion. Well, well, just put it this way: the the budget, real quick, the budget that the Biden just signed, whether it's one point nine trillion dollars or whatever it was for the stimulus, it took him forever to vote on. That's how much money was missing. That's how much money was missing. That all that money that's going to help all these people and pump up all this stuff. That amount of money was missing. They said, "Hey, we don't know where it is. We we spent it. You know, credit card bills, online gambling. God knows what their excuse was why it was gone. But dude, that is such an exorbitant amount of money that when you're talking about words with B's and they're using words with T's in the trillions, we're comparing apples and oranges when it comes to the finance. Yeah, but again, you know. These, I would like to say, from personal experience, at least, you know, I have, I don't want to go through it, but the government, government hasn't done shit for me throughout this whole thing. So for me to say that money doesn't fucking mean a thing to these people. So if it was easier to not spend or just to say, hey, we missed out on the budget this year. You know, like every other uh, department of the government, you know, we're in a huge deficit every year, no matter what. That becomes no. a, a monetary issue at that point. You know, do do we need to change our monetary system? Probably. I, the you know, government doesn't want to have a debate. What I'm saying is the government doesn't want to help you out. No, the government doesn't give two shits about you and I. What the government does is they spend the majority of our budget on the military-industrial complex. So what the United States wants to do is it wants to go imperialize other countries and spend our money putting military bases in all these foreign countries. Because why? Because the same people that lobby Washington, the same people that lobby Congress, the same people that you know run the world are literal warmongers. And when I say warmongers, that means people that want us to constantly be in war. So that costs money. Those guys benefit. They're not, they don't care about you, some white guy living and fishing. They think your life is fine. What they want to do is they want to go and make sure Afghanistan is growing uh, heroin and the poppy fields are going good so they can import that, you know, drug money and use it in black operations. Like, look at this. So you say the government doesn't do terrible things. Just look in the Iran Contra. I mentioned that earlier. The United States was giving guns to Nicaragua in trade for cocaine. The CIA was taking this cocaine and putting it in Los Angeles and giving it to a dealer named Freeway Ricky Ross and then giving it to a woman named Griselda Blanco in Miami. And God knows who else. Those are just two people we know. So our government literally has been caught shipping in drugs to oh. give to poor people and ruin society. So like, if you think the government wants the government does not want to help you out. The government gives you the illusion they want to help you out. But in reality, all these alphabet agencies, all they care about is policing you and uh, using you as a cog in the system. Like they don't really care. The IRS doesn't care. They just want their tax money. The government does not want you to be happy. As a matter of fact, they want you to be constantly depressed and in fight or flight mode so they can control you easier. So you're more impulsive and you know less likely to think for yourself and make decisions with rationality. Okay. You know, I, I agree that the government just doesn't give a shit about any of us. Sorry for my language again. I'm, I don't know about that. Um, but, you know, they don't about us. I believe it's allowed. Um, but, but that doesn't mean uh, that they're going to kill us. 
you know, it's we're still valuable to them because our money goes into their pockets. You know, where are they making up all their budget loss in the end game? Us. So if they're killing us off, then they're not going to be getting any more money. So that would be, you know, hundreds more people paying taxes for the government. You know, there were over 300 government officials that were killed, you know. So well, I guess well, that, my I... point is, you know, from a monetary aspect, they would have gained more money leaving the buildings up. With well, this is going to get in the well, weeds. Let's show you keep going for a second. Oh, sorry, because sorry. You had a little minute. I didn't really hear. No, 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 no. That's that was it. Um. Uh. Oh shoot. What, what was I going to say? I forgot my point. Uh. Uh. What were you just saying? Because uh, I wrote down Tuskegee, but I was going to talk to you about something else. What were you just saying, Shane? What was the last word? Uh. I had it. I had a rebuttal. About, what was it? Um. Basically, tech. The taxpayer oh. money loan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 this is the point would, I want to make. would make up all that. Yeah, okay. Well, and, so, so, and this, government also killed in, in the event. Well, this is this is how the money works in the Federal Reserve System. They don't really care about you. All they care about is when you're born and they issue you a Social Security number. Once you're issued a Social Security number, then the Federal Reserve can loan money against how much they think you're going to necessarily pay back to the government. So it's like somebody's, you know, Social Security might be worth more than another person. Like, you know, that's deep into the woods of conspiracy. But you being born is enough because at that point, that means the Federal Reserve is going to give the United States government based on your social. Now, you can believe that or not. You know, that's that's what they say is a conspiracy, but they don't worry about you once you're once you're born. They want to kill you. I know that sounds crazy. That's why they want to give you the MMR vaccine and, you know, make you autistic. But we don't have to go into all that. But one thing I do want to say, when you say they don't want to kill people, you can look at the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. And that was in 1932 through 1972 that the CDC and uh, in the United States, what they did was they infected black sharecropper with syphilis under the guise of free health care. And, you know, people actually got syphilis and passed it to, you know, normal civilians. And it was a whole big nightmare. People got sick and actually died from it. So it's just kind of funny. This is all with all due respect. And you say that they don't want to kill people, but you look at the Obama drone strikes. As a matter of fact, from the leaked documents that Edward Snowden showed that there was a lot of civilians killed during those drone strikes. But what Obama did was after the fact, he classified them as enemy combatants after they were killed. And these were children. These were people at weddings. These were civilians in Iraq that were killed. And he labeled them enemy combatants to cover up for their murders. So the United States kills people all the time. And the fact that, like you say, that we're worth more money alive than dead, I'd, I'd argue that we're actually worth more dead. They'd rather us be dead than alive. Okay. Um, so to the point of, oh shit. I lost my train of thought there. Um, more to the point of, so from the point we get our first job, right? You know, I don't know what the tax rate is, wherever, I don't care. So we're paying that for the rest of our life, no matter what. No matter what happens, no matter what type of government or government checks we receive, we still have to pay money back on that. Well, um, necessarily, the majority of population... It's a little different with these CARE Act bills and stuff like that. Um, but... So our consumerism is ultimately where it makes up for that. So us spending 
hundreds of thousands of dollars at these local shops, you know, that mom and pop pizza shop or that local hardware store, you know, it's becoming less and less and more larger scale companies. But that is what's ultimately making up for that those deficits. I, I would argue that the majority of people are poor and that actually costs the money government that actually costs the government money in the end, especially when these poor people have to be housed. And so, you know, they don't want a bunch of people on the government teat, uh, the proverbial teat. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you're saying the government does like doing social services and spending money on the citizen. Is that what the argument is? I would say they don't, but they will to get them to spend money back to themselves. Well, exactly. They will do it to get money back to themselves. Like that's why they do the not. Yeah, that's why they did 9-11 is because it gave them the ability, gave George Bush. Well, it gave him the ability to to funnel all the money to Raytheon and Halliburton, who Dick Cheney was the the CEO of Halliburton. And after the fact, all you got to do, speaking of the money, let's look at the the stocks that were shorted, the American Airlines and the United Airlines, just like how they shorted the AMC stocks and the GameStop stocks. They did that same thing, guessing that United Airlines and American Airlines stocks would crash. And there was an absurd amount of stocks that were traded the day before, so much so that people that work for the SEC Security Exchange Committee or whatever commission said that there was definitely some sort of insider trading. So, yeah, of course, there's people that actually benefited from it, from the stock market. All the people that bet on the stock options to be a put and to go bad benefited greatly so much so i think it was 10 times your money so if you bet a hundred thousand dollars you made a million dollars in the stock market on september 10th for your for your investment on september 10th and the next day it was worth 10 times more on september 11th after the towers fell down okay um, have you heard about the put options though have you heard about those put options that were on the, all the airlines yeah, the uh, I, I, I learned more i learned about it when I saw that the GameStop stuff was happening, you know, I kind of I was saw the GameStop was rising, and I was like, "Oh, why is this?" You know, it's a shitty company that's failing. So, you know, that's another thing is these companies are already tanking. American Airlines, their fucking engines fall off their planes and always have. You know, they're shittily built planes that could never actually realistically be. So these people knew that they got their information, whether it be between their talk insider trading, them just looking it up themselves. You know, it's it's. They knew both airlines. They knew they knew all stuff all the time on whims. The, but I'm but I'm saying they knew there wasn't a put option on Southwest Airlines. Yeah, it was it was on United and American. The flights that happened to be the ones that crashed. There weren't a bunch of put options on other airlines. And don't you think that it was convenient that an, an inordinate amount of trades were done the day before? You got to look into it. That were not normally done. I mean, what are the coincidences of that? They just all these traders decided to be like, you know what? I think those engines are going to fall out of that plane. As a matter of fact, it's probably going to happen tomorrow. That's absurd. You know that. I mean, I know what you're trying to say. I get it. I get what you're trying to do. You're playing devil's advocate. Like, just look yeah. at the money trail. Look at the money trail. Those guys in Wall Street 
benefited. They made millions and millions of dollars from it. Just like these people that are making millions of dollars in the healthcare stuff with these rapid tests and all the, all the other stuff. Just look who's benefiting from it. There always is somebody, especially when the human, when the human population is the one taking the brunt of the pain, somebody else is benefiting always. I'm, I'm not going to deny that because that's kind of, you know, the base of a capitalism argument. You know, somebody's always going to be doing successful while somebody's doing shitty. You know, that's how it's always going to be in capitalism. And that's how it always should be. You know, equal opportunity doesn't mean equal outcome. 100 um, percent. What I'm bringing it back to, I guess, would be more so that so like the housing market right was the government behind them it crashing then too did they the, set that up on purpose to make everybody else homeless then because a handful of people bet against it and they came out big too you know that's people make those type of bets all the time yeah but that was they totally different money than win money we only hear about them winning money yeah, but the financial crash in 2008 was totally different. And what they did is they dummied up bad loans and made them get, look, look like A-rating loans. So that was the actual bank doing fraud. And then when they got caught doing it and everything you know, fucked up, Obama bailed the banks out. So it's like, don't even get me started on the evil banks. If you think the banks are the good guys, dude, you're way off. They're the worst guys, I mean, in all this. Uh, but let's even get – this is let's get in the woods real quick because this debate's kind of winding down. We've been talking. This is how deep it gets. First of all, I don't even believe – that any planes hit the towers but we can talk about that but this is what i believe 9-11 was for i believe that it was a literal occultic initiation ritual into the new world order like what does that mean the new world order well it's a lot like the corona now we have this new normal you have pre-corona post-corona life or life will never be the same before it's the same with 9-11 we have a pre-9-11 life and a post-9-11 life so what it did was you made us all watch this occultic ritual we watched a snuff film of people dying and falling out of the buildings in order to change the collective consciousness of society and you need an event as traumatic like this in order to do it all at once and when you actually do it it creates a thing called louche like we create some sort of energy from it and it's a negative energy that we all feel because we're all sad we're looking at the tv my dad's crying your dad's crying our cats are sick people are you know it, it has a negative effect and these evil people that plan it they can feel that negative energy and they like it so like i know that sounds crazy like why would they even do this we can point to the money we can point to all that stuff but i get so deep into tell you that they did this as a control method in order to subvert the constitution and indoctrinate everybody to be afraid of either muslim terrorism or of the unknown that you could at any moment be hit by a plane while you're having lunch with your family and die so it's that fight or flight response that it triggered and it created a nation of people that were scared of anybody that worked at the 7-Eleven. Sky Bear! My cat's going crazy, sorry. Uh, but yes, that's how deep I get. I believe it's an occultic <laughs> initiation ritual into the New World <laughs> Order. What do you think about that, Shane? Okay, well, so you're talking like Masons and stuff like that? Yeah, yes. Yes, I'm talking about Freemasons. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking about so... all that shit. Rockefellers. I mean, okay, I'm just saying there's a lot of weird from stuff. experience. I've, I've, I've been in, into Mason meetings. Like this has kind of been a part of, I'm probably not supposed to be saying this, but um, 
you know, I've been a part of it. It's just a bunch of old fucking men thinking they know best is sitting. Yeah, down. your level. Wait, I want to hear. There is no higher conspiracy than that. False, Shane. I love you. You're a mason. You're a good guy. I can tell you're a really nice, good guy. You didn't get to the 33rd degree. Once you get to the 33rd degree of Freemasonry, you go to a temple, basically Solomon's Temple in Washington, D.C. Dude, you're no offense. It's compartmentalized. You're just a little Shane. You're not the guy that's pulling the strings. But let me tell you something. It's not, um, it's not just America. There's an evil cabal of people in the Vatican people in Israel, people in China that are all rooting against America, people in Russia. So it's America versus the world. And there's people within our own government, within the United States government that are rooting for the world. And so that's basically what happened with 9-11. It was a global conspiracy, for lack of a better word, because look at look at look at Saudi Arabia. All the hijackers came from Saudi Arabia. They were best friends of Saudi. A guy named Bandar Bush was George Bush's best friend. He used to go to the White House and eat with him. They did business with the Bin Ladens. So it, this wasn't just an accident. They knew that they were going to have to have a fall, guy. Saudi Arabia took the blame. Then they get to be the number one Muslim country in the Middle East. And on top of that, we don't even do anything to them. We didn't do one thing to Saudi Arabia because, hey, you take the fall. Wink, wink. We're not going to go and blow you up like we're going to do to Iraq. So, I mean, it's just it's pretty obvious that the people at play, Israel, United States, Saudi Arabia, benefited from this. But you're a Mason. So I'm well, just saying you're they were trying you're to shill. on Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. Well, you get that all you want, but I don't collect any sort of check or I pay money, if anything, and then get nothing in return so you know it's if i want to be done i can be done no i'm not going to get killed you know you might that's you ludicrous might. but anyways back to the, the oh go no, I'm just saying you're you're a Mason, you're a Freemason yourself, and that the idea that Freemasonry is part of the global elites. Like, I don't know if you know this, but have you ever heard of the Skull and Bones fraternity? Out of the 13 Ivy League school, they have what is called secret societies. We know fraternities yeah. exist. At, at your college, everybody has a fraternity, and all these fraternities have secret handshakes. Well, guys, guess what? There's fraternities within fraternities, and these are things called the Skull and Bones. Like in these secrets, these secret groups, the reason why they form them is to keep their friends and family and their you know uh uh, uh whatever their acquaintances in power so people can't usurp them so the idea that there's a secret cabal of evil people i know is hard to understand but you're part of it you're a mason you're just not at the level where you get to do all the cool secret shit so it's just funny how you and with all due respect you're being kind of hypocritical yeah. saying oh i'm in this freemasonry group we don't do anything yet with all due respect you're not at the top of that group and I'm not the only one. Have you heard the rumors that people say Freemasonry is involved with occultic, uh, ceremonial, uh, ritualistic things that are done in the dark? I mean, wouldn't you think that that's part of the description of Freemasons? Uh, Wishy-washy on that. You know, there are some things that are a little bit out there, but that's, you know, besides this and you know, point the rituals of that. You know, I just, well, Albert, I, Albert Pike. I believe well, it's just let's, let's, let's old men uh, doing fucking nothing. I, I, I just personally think it's just an old man doing nothing, like any sort of country club. If you've ever been, you know, it's just a bunch of old men sitting around a table thinking they know best, harassing other people. You know, that's. 
Well, the king of Freemasonry is a guy named Albert Pike, and Albert Pike was a pretty intense guy. I mean, as a matter of fact, he supposedly wore the yeah. bracelet that gave him secret powers. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm, I mean, dude, you're acting like it's just some normal club. You're comparing it to a country club. With all due respect, Shane, Freemasonry in a country club couldn't be any freaking more different. I mean, like, I, I get what you're saying. It is a gentleman's club, but dude, I'm not a member of a country club, but I've been to a country club. The Brook Hollow Country Club near my house or whatever is not like the Freemasonry Lodge in Washington, D.C. They're not the same. I, I get what you're saying, but that is a stretch to compare the two. Oh, I'm not saying they're exactly the same. You know, it's the similar type situation where these guys are just meeting up to do whatever nonsense. But um, back to what I was uh, getting at a little bit just before, we are talking about like the ideals being passed down from generation, right? I think completely different than my father. I don't know uh, about anybody else really, but I'm 100% different than my father and his ideals. And then, you know, I'm sure my kid or, you know, my cousins, everybody I've met has been different and has their own views on life other than what their parents have spread to them or what has been told to them. You know, there's a point where your free will chooses your beliefs. Just to let you guys know, we've got about 15 more minutes. And if anybody out there in the audience is enjoying what they're seeing, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. and Smash that subscribe button. And don't forget about the description. The uh, speakers are linked in the description. And even if you're in the podcast, you can also find more from both of them there. Uh, go ahead, boys. Continue. No, I mean, we're making a lot of points. I'm really enjoying talking to you, Shane. <laughs> you know, I like it. I mean, it's funny finding out you're a Freemason or you're in yeah. Masonry. I mean, it's kind of funny because me as a conspiracy theorist, like I'm trying to expose the different levels of uh, conspiracy. So it's funny. At the beginning of the debate, I said, hey, the tower broke ground in yeah. 1968 and fell. And wow, five bucks. Thank you, Mariko. But I want to say this. So, So speaking of Freemasonry. So you know the top level of Freemasonry is the 33rd level. Do you know that? That's just yeah. a good question. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the reason, the reason why is 33 yeah. is the top, high, high top level. And supposedly the reason why is because Albert Pike was, you know, I don't know if he was a Luciferian or what. You know, they don't really know what his thing was, but I, 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 they really enjoyed the biblical version of a third of the angels being casted out of hell and being thrown on earth. They actually wanted to be descendants of these angels, these Nephilim, whatever you want to call it. I guess angels would be the right word. So, you know, you look at Albert Pike in the 33, you're like, why do you keep bringing that up? Well, I'm telling you, those towers were, were built and brought down 33 years after the fact. And if you look, there's a, a magazine article, Time Magazine. Look at David Rockefeller on Time Magazine. And in the picture, he's standing with the groundbreaking of 9-11 in the back, you look at his watch, and the watch is on the time, 9-11. And so the reason I'm bringing this all up, you're in Freemasonry. Freemasonry is all about signs and symbology. That's how these evil people communicate with each other across the world, is they can't just be open and honest about what's going on. So they use signs and symbology in order to talk to each other, communicate symbols. So the idea that the building fell 33 years exactly after it broke ground, and the fact that you're a Freemason with the symbolism of 33, because my show is Conspiracy Castle. I'm trying to bring up the, the, the symbology. But, dude, you're participating in the stuff you're trying to cover up, yeah. with all due respect. 
Okay. Uh, and, you know, I would agree that at the beginning, I'm enjoying the conversation 100%. You know, I personally think after this, we should keep in contact. You know, we can keep talking for sure, without a doubt. Um, and that, you know, it's just, you can get into these thoughts that life is a lot deeper than you think, but it really isn't when you break down you know, after talking to, you know, I was a chef, so I got to meet a lot of people in these restaurants. I got to see how their views were. I got to see how these people really were when they're drunk, you know, drunk off their ass. People spout what they really believe. And it's really not as deep as most people would think. And their confirmed bias really gets them to go the extra mile. You know, yeah, the government doesn't care about us, but it doesn't care about us enough to kill us. That doesn't compute to me. I get that. I just want to say this, that, I mean, dude, we are very deep things. You know, a human beings, existence, existentialism that we live in is an incredibly deep. Because, like, whether you believe they're in a creator or whether you believe we evolved from pond scum, whatever story, the idea of civilization is pretty deep. Because just the idea, and I keep saying this, Shane, I'm sure your dad and mom had sex in their lives, but they had to have sex at that exact moment, that exact time for you to be here. What are the chances of that? I mean, just think if your dad would have been late, if he would have showed up in the door one second late, you know, you're a different person. So a lot of things actually happen, have to happen exactly correct for you to be here, which would mean that it's either non-accidental or it's pretty freaking deep. But I think that's what society wants to do to you, Shane, is they want to make you feel like your life's not important. And then you look at the kitchen atmosphere you know this, and I know this. I've worked in restaurants. There's a big drug culture in kitchens. So, you know, when you use drugs, and I'm not anti-drugs, you can party on, but drugs make you, in your mind, they create a nihilistic viewpoint of society, yeah. and they make you have they make you have low self-esteem. So when you're in that drug, you know, vibe, and you have that low self-esteem, you bring the world down to your level. That's why it's like, you know, it, it, we create the reality in which we want to live. So I know that's a lot of word salad. I guess that, yeah. you know, they, they want you to, you know, at the end of the no, day. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to say is, you know, we live in a world of lies. And I know that you're like, why does the government want to lie? You know, I don't know necessarily why the government is corrupt. I don't know why people get in power and absolutely turn corrupt, but I do know that absolute power absolutely corrupts. And so when you have people in power, they can all be bought and sold for money. Money's the root of all evil. There's no integrity left with uh, politics. So I think for lack of a better word, anybody that idolizes a politician is a fucking idiot. I I will agree with you on that one. Anybody that idolizes a politician is, you know, out of their mind to me. You know, that's another thing completely is have these politicians have just become to lie to us on certain topics so they're, they can get their paycheck at the end of the day so they can sit in office for 70 years and then hold their same policy that doesn't evolve with time. You know, I... There's a point of we should question these things, and then there's a point of we have the answers already. You know, like Project Northwoods, that's something not very many people know about. That's something that we should be actually questioning. But something like this, you know, it's 
fairly clear cut if you really look into it. Like research is hard, but conspiracy theory is easy. I would disagree with all due respect. Conspiracy theory is not easy because you have to be passionate about it. I have to read so many rabbit holes where I get lost. And there is a lot of bullshit, fake stuff, misleading stuff. I agree. You know, you look at, uh, you look at a lot of what's going on. There are, you know, a lot of bull crap. You have to wade through it. Uh, but dude, you know, you got to use the eyes that God gave you to see. And this isn't a religious show, but you just look at all the coincidence surrounding 9-11. And you look at the people that benefited. For me, there's no way that we didn't start that war with some preconceived plan. And I'm like, what's that plan? You got to look into the PNAC, Project for a New American Century. They had this plan. They had to be able, because they know that technology was going to take over. So like, well, how can we control our you know, civilians? Well, we'll put the Patriot Act in. And then with that, we can look at their phones and their emails with no warrant. We can just say, oh, they're a freaking uh, a domestic terrorist or they're an international terrorist. And then you look at Guantanamo Bay. dude. Guantanamo Bay is an absolute absurd. I mean, you know, they put those people in there. They don't have right to a trial. They don't have any of the same uh, freedoms or rights that we have. So that just shows you we have a corrupt government the way they treat other people. And I hate that. I want to live in a world where our government's not corrupt. But that corruption runs deep, and I believe 9-11, the, the government corruption was all over. All right. Well, I will agree that the government is corrupt in some areas. Um, the whole Gu Guantanamo Bay, um, if, you're a or if you're a domestic terrorist, then you should be able to get your trial. But if you're coming in from overseas or anywhere than that, then no, if you're trying to kill American citizens by through terrorism and uh, attacks like that, then why do you deserve the freedoms that we have? You want to take our freedoms away, so why do you deserve the freedoms you want to take away? Why do I deserve the freedoms? But, I don't know. Oh, I don't. I'm sorry. No, no, keep going, keep going. I, I want to hear your point. I was confused. Sorry, sorry. Um. More along the lines, um, shit, where was I going with that? I'm sorry, you can go. I've we got about five minutes left. Five minutes, we got five. Okay, well, let's wrap this. You know, it's been a great conversation, and I'm sure you want to make a point, so I'll just make my point. I mean, I've, I've repeated myself yeah. so many times, but I can see where you want to have what is called, in my opinion, called cognitive dissonance. You want to believe that when they tell us what happened, like when the media tells us what happens, that that's the truth. But unfortunately, the media has no integrity. The media lies constantly and the media will continue to always lie because they have an agenda. And that same lie of the weapons of mass destructions that started a never ending war in Iraq was all trauma based mind control. And that trauma based mind control worked. It worked like a charm. It got all of us in order here in America to be like, I hate them Muslims. I'm going to go kill me some terrorists. People here in Texas were fighting people at gas stations. The trauma based mind control works so well that you actually had people children kids in school rooting for war i think war is the most disgusting thing ever i'm anti-war now i don't believe in it i believe that it happens but i don't think we should ever kill somebody we're humans we should be able to talk things out i know that sounds like an impossibility but the sheer fact that because of 9-11 uh, barack obama was able to drone strike children at weddings makes me absolutely sick so you look at the people you follow the money 
It all leads to an inside job. Look at the 9-11 commission port, absolutely false. Look at Tower 7 falling in absolute free fall speed from an office fire. And supposedly the only other building that did that was in Iraq. Well, you know what? We probably knocked down that building that fell in free fall speed in Iraq too. So it was probably the work of the United States government as well. But I'm just guessing that. I don't know that. But America's good at making buildings fall down. You can go watch them do it in Las Vegas all the time. And if you compare Tower 7 to any of those Las Vegas demolitions, they're identical twins. So I love the debate. Please finish the open talking period. Thank you, Shane, for being such a good competitor this evening. Can you still hear me? Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Oh, hello? Yeah, oh, we can hear okay. you. You're good. Yeah, all right. My headphones kind of went in and out there. All right. So um, my closing point, I guess, would be, I, you know, I'm going to agree. We can't take our information from the media. We have to do our own research through third-party uh, research groups. Um, that doesn't mean that that third-party research group is also lying to us. We need, they are, you know, more than likely telling the truth because to keep a thousand or thousands of people quiet is completely absurd, especially with the day and age of technology. Um, communication is very simple. Like I brought up at the beginning, we were completely unable to hide a semen stain dress. So how are we expected to really hide anything else? You know, that's everyone recording something nowadays. Well, speaking of the recording, real quick, you know, so, they, they only yeah, gave us three frames. Inside but hey, just real quick on the recording thing, you know, they had over like 70 cameras <laughs> in the Pentagon and they only gave us three frames of that. So, you know, they don't they we'll have anything. the last word real quick. You have anything else to say, Shane? You were. Uh, well, I'll address the three, the frames. Um, you can have that. But like, okay, so actually, why show the tragedy in fucking all angle like a football game? You know, why why do we have to show these people dying I like that? You know, that's, well, that's, well, I think that honestly, I don't think it should have been even shown at all. Well, they um, showed the other buildings. They showed the planes going to other buildings a million times. Everybody's seen that from every angle. Okay, folks, let's go ahead and uh, head on to the Q&A. I think Shane did go first uh, in the opening statement, so I'll let Alex have the last word there. Um, once again, for the folks at home watching, check out the description box. Check out our guests and show James some love. In the, Please hit the subscribe button, comment, like, help him out with the algorithm. And we're going to go ahead into the Q&A. So I'm going to read these as charitably as I can, but we're not going to read direct insults. And Immortal Sirens sends a super chat. Alex is model hot. Love the suit. Subbed, followed. Wow, that's cool. Thank you. <laughs> that had to be a joke. Somebody said model hot. What is that? I think you're a better looking young man than me, Shane, with all due respect. But thank you for the person that said that. Okay. The Craw Daddy 029 sends a super chat i take it alex has never been a project manager and that's false i've actually been a project manager on a lot of stuff i'm not just saying that either and i work a job where i do i'm a project manager on a lot of stuff it's annoying as hell being the project manager it's actually everything falls on you i hate it so i don't know what that has to do with anything but 
I don't like being the leader. I'd rather be in the group project. I'd rather be the guy that freeloads off the Asian girl that does all the hard work. But no, I am a project <laughs> manager. It sucks. All right. Immortal Siren sends a super chat. Orange, adorable as well. Heart, heart them both. Team Alex and Shane, heart. That's for both of you. Thank you. All right. Endo XD sends a super chat. Do you guys like the British Broadcasting Company? I love the British Broadcasting Company. I think that might have been a trollish uh, super chat. <laughs> I'm going to read that one a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> um, Brian Williamson says, if you don't believe in... Nine the handsome debate tonight. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Brian Williamson says, if you don't believe 9-11 was an inside job, you can catch the fade. I think that's for you, Shane. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I don't need. I, I'm so out of it. I don't. I don't even know what that means. Okay. Mor <laughs> Morgan Cowell says, "Why didn't Trump reveal the lie?" You would think that he could, he would use anything available to increase the distrust Americans have for their government. I think that's for you, Alex. Well, I think that you just have to look at a guy named Rudy Giuliani, the guy that was at Four Seasons Total Landscaping, the guy that had the hair dye falling out of his hair, having an absolute meltdown that's like shit face drunk, and he's on the Borat movie, like supposedly like you know touching a girl's you know microphone pack or whatever. So that's why he can't. I mean, dude, let's just be honest with it. Trump is complacent in the cover-up. He could, he, and if you look at the benefits, speaking of Trump, you know Jared Kushner, his connection with Israel, he would never want to expose Israel or, or Saudi Arabia in their, um, you know, complacency or whatever, you know, in their uh, participation in the terror attacks on 9/11. Roger that. The Craw Daddy 029 says. The towers are not designed to take a plane impact because it's not a normal stress. These buildings are only designed for gravity and wind stress. It's for you, Alex. Well, that's for, that's for me, and I would just say that uh, that's an interesting story, but there's an article, and the... the Sky Bear, let me grab my cat. Hold on. Sky Bear, shut up. Shut up. Ah, you want to respond right to that? Okay. Jane, I, I, wonder, I, uh, well, I, wonder, I just want to say this real quick, that... They even said it. I mean, there's a newspaper article that they were built to withstand an airplane. So I don't know how you can disagree with that. Like, I can show you the article. That's the one. That is the one physical slide I brought was the story of how they were engineered to be able to withstand a plane. So, I mean, you can tell me that I'm lying. You can say that article's a lie, that they weren't built to withstand a plane. But I guess that's a conspiracy. So now you're a conspiracy theorist. Whoever we don't have a lot. So if Shane, you want to take a, a second to respond, and then Alex will let you have the last word. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, at the same time, you know, I'm agreeing with kind of Alex on this one. This was a uh, government of fitting. It is built to withstand uh, terror attacks. Just um, not at that scale. The plane sizes were also different at that the commercial plane sizes were different so you know that you there's a lot of factors that actually come into it but that's a whole nother debate in itself to be honest Alex? you know a, lo a lot of this i feel is is you know there's a lot of small debates within this big debate 
There are a lot of debate in this bit. There are a lot of small debates within this big debate. I, I agree with you. Uh, but for the person to say that they weren't built to withstand an airplane and you, to your point, they were, it was a bigger airplane that crashed into it. But for the person to say they weren't built to withstand an airplane, well, there's multiple articles saying there were. So that means whoever said that chat is a conspiracy theorist <laughs> is, is saying that they must've been lying when they said that the things yeah. weren't built to withstand an airplane. So. Okay. Joe Schwartz says conspiracy castle. What is your favorite conspiracy theory? Well, I mean, I, 9-11 probably is my favorite conspiracy, but my favorite is the moon landing, the 1969 through 1972 moon landings. I mean, they're just so provably false and so absurd to think that we had the technology then to go to the moon that we don't today. And then you look at all the telemetry data is gone and all the original footage from the moon landing. That's my absolute favorite one because that's the easiest one that if you actually have half a brain and you look at technology that it doesn't go backwards, it goes forward. That's just a good one. And, and it's like, it's kind of friendly. It's not, you can talk about the moon. You talk about like, there's so many ones that are triggering. You know, you talk about, you know, race, you talk about the shape of the earth. There's some that are really triggering the moon landing. People really can't argue the moon landing was fake because the technology doesn't go backwards. Mm -hmm. Okay. RT has a question for Shane. What was the time difference between the collapse of the Twin Towers versus the timing of the collapse of Building 7? Shane, are you there? Oh, um, I do not have that offhand, but it was a uh, few minutes. It wasn't very long in between. Oh, hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Did my headphones finally give up? No, no, you're good. Oh, we can okay. hear you. No, yeah. Um, no, exactly off. Okay, I don't know. Ex I don't know exactly offhand. Um, it was a matter of minutes. I, you know, I sit here and look it up and tell you real quick, but I don't want to mess up. You know, the already leg that's happening. All right. Um, you know, it's Look, just I'm I will agree that I'm smart enough to know when I don't know. Understood. Okay. I'm sorry Wilson has a super chat says if there's a grand conspiracy involving the New World Order to kill off ninety-nine percent of the population, they seem to be doing a poor job of hiding it. I think that's they are I, they are doing a poor job of hiding because you can look at the Georgia guidestones, and in the Georgia guidestones, they say that they want to reduce the population to five hundred million. I mean, listen, I didn't make this stuff up. People think I'm just like sitting here and just extemporaneously making up lies. This is stuff I've read and I've regurgitated. Now, am I saying everything I've ever read is the truth? No, I get tricked. I say stuff that's wrong sometimes, but I'm just going on the amount of evidence and making my decisions from that. So, you know, that's how I base it. It's not, it's not because I want something to be a conspiracy. It, it's just if birds of a feather flock together, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, that's probably a duck. All right. Okay. RT has a question for Shane. Are you aware of the University of Alaska at Fairbanks study that debunks the official NIST story re collapse of building seven? If so, what are your thoughts? If not, why? Um, I'm not aware. I would uh, love to read that, you know, what uh, that information is. 
Um, my email is shanesummer1234 at gmail.com, but the summer is spelled with an O. Um, I just, you know, I'll be honest, James posted this, they're saying he was looking for somebody for a debate, and I just kind of got my research ready from that point on, you know, so this is, that's why I guess. <laughs> I Hey, my question to you, though, Shane, for the people in the chat, what's your favorite Justin Bieber song? Is it Baby? Because they say you look like Justin Bieber. Everybody says you look like Bieber in the chat. Okay. <laughs> you don't like that? It's funny. Whoa. You're drinking regular cup, yeah. and I'm fat. I'm I'll drinking say, um, diet. I'm drinking I would diet. say One Less Lonely Girl. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um... I prefer Diet Dr. Pepper, to be honest. Ah, that's what I drink. It's terrible. It's the aspartame is going to kill me. I fucking love this stuff, though. Excuse my language. I'm addicted. I Toxoplasmosis, too, from the cat. From dealing with the cat fecal matter. It's a parasitic thing that goes in your brain and turns you into a crazy cat lady. <laughs> I have, I, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not yeah, perfect. Yeah. Are you serious? Can you believe it? Yeah. I know. You would think addicted, that. that addicted to this movie. <laughs> you would think it. That worse than said I had model looks, though. You think that I was perfect, but no. They're, they're right. I'm not. Far. Okay. D I T H. I'm sorry. D I R H. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, Shane, how is it possible out of 35 flights scheduled that morning from east from the east to the west coast? We're all booked solid with standing standby passengers, except the four that were hijacked. We're only 20 to 30% full. Let me read that again. Sorry, I botched that a little bit. That's from David Weiss. But did, I think, yeah, did you get the, the point of it? Is, is, you know, all these flights are supposedly booked, except the, the, the planes that did no, fall. No, I got 20 it. 20% capacity it on the side there. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, that's just what happens. You know, I've gone and taken flights in the morning where there wasn't very many people on. And I've also taken book flights where I could feel the person next to me breathing in my ear. You know, it's it's just coincidence is, I guess, what it boils down to. Um, too far into something like that, you know, it's you start uh tricking yourself there's a lot of coincidences though don't you think would you agree would you agree with that shane there's a lot of coincidences with 9-11 and the story the official story i mean all the other flights are booked and then the ones that happened to all hit buildings were relatively empty i mean that just seems convenient but i guess it you're right that necessarily doesn't prove anything because there could be plenty well, you know you could uh, I, i'm saying i can agree with your argument you know playing devil's advocate but, dude, at the other side of it, yeah. you look at the reality of the situation. Those planes were basically empty. They had, like, you know, and all the other flights were booked. So it's just, it was just another coincidence, I guess. Okay. Um, for the audience at home, this is your last chance yeah. to get super yeah. chats. Yeah. And we've got and... more in. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Shane. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was just. Uh, on the same page as Alex. You know, that's just coincidences don't always the ending. You know, just one thing and one thing line up doesn't mean the other thing. Like, I'm out hunting and then 
say I do the pagan ritual of throwing tobacco on the ground and then a deer incidence, or is that because I was in the right spot at the right time? Well, how do you, what, what pagan ritual do you throw tobacco on the ground and what Freemasonry lodge do you do that at, uh, Shane? <laughs> That's not a Freemason thing. That's just something I've like, so I've taken people out hunting and they'll be like, oh, I got to sacrifice my tobacco to be able to get an animal. I laugh when they do that. And I'm like, oh, you get, you got to understand what, what is happening around you and the tracking and bit. stuff like that. It's being in the right place at the right time and not you putting your tobacco on the ground. I, I, well, pe oh. People are extremely superstitious, right? So is that what you do? Are you um, like a hunting and fishing guide? Yeah. It, yeah, I don't, I'm not a chef anymore. Tell me some more about this hunting and, and tell me more about this pagan ritual though. I'm a little, what is, is that, is that a pagan thing from Babylon? I mean, what, what do you throw tobacco on the ground? Okay. That means you can kill a deer. Uh, well, well, it's being tobacco. And then it's the land is twice of the animal back. You know, I, I think it's like just straight soup bullshit. You know, these guys have done it and then nothing. And then they've also done it in something. You know, it's like a playing an odds game. You know, it's just somebody would personally believe in. I Okay. Shane, you're a smart young man, Shane. One day you're going to be like me. You're going to be so woke and you're going to look back at this moment. You're going to say, Alex, you were right about everything, but just wait. It's not now. You're, you're going to spend a little more time in the woods. I need you on YouTube a little longer. You need, I, you need to go. My buddy, David, he bought a super chat. He's talking about going to stoplookthink.net. You need to go to this website. It'll change your mind. It'll give you something to do in the yeah. woods. Uh, you, You'd be yes. surprised on how much time I spend on YouTube. <laughs> it's an odd, scary amount. Look how pasty I am. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything else to say to our guests, now is your last chance. We've got about two more Super Chats to read, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So get them in while you can. Um, I'm not going to read the super chat from Brian Williamson. It's a little bit. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Who cares? We don't I'm care sorry, if it's sorry, mean Wilson. to me. If it's uh, mean to me, you can say it. I don't care how mean it is. I don't care how sure? mean it is. I 100 percent. 100 percent. Oh, I mean, I think they'll say it. Um, I don't give two shits. You could call we're me. We're trying a, to because... change the culture and the rules of the entire channel. I mean, because of recent issues. So I don't think that we should. Uh, okay. All let's right. Just, That's yeah. Let's just, that we should just skip that. Um, okay. I'm not, so, so I'm sorry, Wilson. I'm not, uh, we will skip that. I think one we're both. Now. I think we're both. I think we're both down the words. Let's just say words. We're adults. Okay. Brian Williamson says the only way to solve this is with a boxing match. Anything to say to that? No. Guys? <laughs> he's out in the woods he has a guy if we if i i wouldn't want to beat him up they'd shoot me with a gun no boxing i i'm i'm the don king i'll, I'll organize the fight but nah, actually i take I that back i will box somebody if somebody out there wants to box me and we can we can make it uh, interesting i will box anybody out there so they have to know okay shane anything <laughs> yeah 
I'll be honest. I got three fights left in me and I got, yeah, I got three fights left in me and it's for saving my ass in a time of dire. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fighter anymore. Excellent. That's, okay. I agree. Okay. The Craw Daddy 029 says, I'm not saying there are not safety features built into everything. Cars come with airbags that don't get used. Planes are not normal stress. I think that's for you, Alex. Uh, that might have been with the VMR, the uh, velocity maximum rate of a plane. Like, this is why I don't believe that there's planes that hit the towers. You're like, what was it? I don't know. It could have been a missile. could have been whatever. But this is why. Because a plane can only fly so fast at a low altitude. At a low altitude, they have to go slower because there's more air pressure. So they can't go 500 miles an hour. So when you look at the footage of those planes, and, you know, obviously you're judging it from watching, like, a little plane go on a screen on how fast it's going. But the the proper, not the proper, but I guess the the nor the accepted speed of those planes was over 500 miles an hour at under 3000 feet. I mean, it, <laughs> it, a plane just can't fly like that. It's impossible. So I don't know that they, they said that the plane structure could have handled it. I just, there's no way that the plane could have handled it. They can't even test the VMR. They can't even test the, vo the maximum velocity rate at that low of altitudes yet. When they're at high altitudes, they can go way above it. Like, like, you know, like they say, they can only go 600 miles. The plane's only rated for that. Well, if they're at 50,000 feet, they'll go faster than the, the maximum velocity rate because they know there's not enough pressure, but they would never test the maximum velocity rate at that low of altitude because that would break the plane. And the planes don't fly that fast at that low of altitude. In period, end of story. Okay. And the last super chat, um, I think Alex actually touched on this a second ago. Shane, please go to stoplookthink.com and click the 911 drop down at the top and educate yourself. So feel free to do that. You should check it out, Shane. You would like it. Go to D you need to check yeah, out that website, um, Shane. You're you're a Freemason. Next thing you know, you uh, might be ruling the world one day. If you get uh, to the thirty third degree, you're going to be president of the United States, and then um, you know you're going to have to masturbate okay, in a coffin, um, and they're going to punch you in the face while you masturbate, and they're going to pour yeah. dead cat blood on you. Yeah, that worked out for Burl Eyes, right? <laughs> Because he's he's sitting pretty ruling the world too, right? I don't know, but I'm just saying Freemasons do you have know, a lot of power. Just, I'm control. all for reading everything. I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna turn down reading, listening, to hearing somebody out ever. You know, I think that's when civilization becomes a shit show is be when we stop hearing each other out. I, I agree. And we do need to have this civil discourse where we can talk. And that's why I really respect you, Shane, for coming on here. Not, you know, not afraid to speak your mind. No. Uh, that's why I have a lot of respect for you. We did get another super chat in from Brian Williamson said, Bush yeah, through the you. planes, the towers were holograms. That's for you, Shane, I think. <laughs> I mean, if they want to walk all over those desks, they that's on them. Thousands or lots of people died. Um, I know people that were affected by this. Uh, I don't personally know people that died in it, but I know people that know people that died in it. My friend's aunt has died in it or died in it. So it's, you know, a claim like that is just kind of silly to me. Saying the towers were holograms, people have been there. I've been to New York. 
I've been there too. They weren't there. I I went into the, yeah, the top of the World Trade Center. So yeah, they were real. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's the last of our super chats, guys. I want to thank you both for having such a cordial conversation and really trying to respect each other's time and effort. And it was really a pleasure to do business with you guys tonight. I want to thank everybody at home. I want to thank Praise I Am That I Am for producing and helping me out here and taking care of everything and pretty much making this the easiest thing I've ever done. So thank you, Praise. Uh, thank you, James, for letting us all come and have our voices heard and for making a platform for everybody to have somewhere to speak. And thank you to everybody at home for watching this long. And if you're still watching, please like, share, subscribe, comment. It's anything that you can do helps out the channel and helps us to maintain this platform. And with that, keep. Oh, can I up. say one? I, I want to say one last thing. Are, are you gonna? Are you, do you say the last thing? I just want to say. Right. Oh, yeah, uh, 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 thank you, Shane. Great competitor. You guys can look into the truth yourself. Obviously, you know the mainstream media is full of lies. So, I'm just asking you guys. You have uh, God gave you eyes to see. Do the research and information yourself, and you decide what really happened you decide don't let somebody decide for you that's the last thing i want to say and follow the conspiracy castle please link uh, the link is in the description thank you guys and thank you shane we did get one more super chat in let's just go ahead and get that in uh the crawdaddy 029 says, i'm talking about planes yeah. are not normal stress for build i, I agree that the planes are not a normal stress for build but even in the description they said yeah. that the, the planes were built. I mean, the towers were built for a plane. So, yeah, I get it. I don't think any buildings are ever – anybody goes to architecture school and they're like, well, today's lesson is you're going to build a building that's meant for planes to hit it. Yeah, I don't think that's the normal operating procedure, but that's the story they tell us. Shane, you want to respond? Yeah, I mean, well, um, I would almost have to agree that just because um, – they aren't built for it doesn't mean that building wasn't built with it um it isn't a normal stress for a building but it was a protected government building you know you can have special it's like a tank you know it's not built for you know going uh through through a building and taking all that weight on it but it can and it does you know that's probably a shitty example but the point more than the example when i'm the most famous broadcaster in the world when primetime 99 takes over the world and i'm president of the united states or, or sheriff of dallas county whichever one comes first i'm going to commission a plane a drone plane to fly into a building so we can actually see how it reacts but i'm telling you the building would not turn into dust that would magically disappear in 11 seconds. I just, I cannot mentally picture a plane turning a building into dust. It's, it's impossible. We did get another super chat in from Roosevelt News. Oh, you don't have to because it happened. Uh, Roosevelt Media News says, Alex, tell us about the Lady Gaga Oreos. Well, the Lady Gaga Oreos are delicious. They're vegan. And if you want to join the New World Order and you want to get your kid indoctrinated and, and to start worshiping Baphomet and Satan at a young age, make sure to go get the pink and green Oreos and uh, listen to your Lady Gaga music. And if House Bill 147 passes, uh, eventually you'll be able to transition your child without parental authority. So these Lady Gaga Oreos are good because it's helping kids um, get gender reassignment surgery 
at a young age, which that's always possible. When a, when a cookie can help kids cut off their penis, that's a good cookie to me. Okay. Brian Williamson says Joe Biden is an AI. I don't think that's for either of you necessarily. Um, is he artificial intelligence? I don't know. Joe Biden is weird. I, I They're saying he's a body double. I don't know. I'm saying I don't know if Biden's weird. Something's funny going on with Biden. He can't walk upstairs. His, his, you know, you just look at his motor skills or uh, lacking. Uh, body doubles. Uh, <laughs> body doubles are more impressive than that. They don't fall downstairs. That's just an old man falling downstairs. Okay. So that is the last of our Super Chats, guys. Thanks again for showing me. And ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget to check out our guest links in the description. Conspiracy Castle and Shane and Praise I Am That I Am. I am Kaz, your host. And don't forget, keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. Thanks again. Oh, and I was kidding about the Lady Gaga thing, but and actually, you know.